You're a funny guy, Sally. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. What do you want to tell me now, tough guy? I said, Bing, what are you doing here? I thought I'd tell you to go fuck your mother. <laughs> you don't trust me at all, do you? I tell you what, you make it through tomorrow without killing anybody, then I'll start trusting you. Fair enough. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what made you. You did. I lied. You tell me we're ready. We're ready. All right, guys. We are live. Not live. We are. All right, everybody. This is Kill You Last. We have. Are you malfunctioning? I don't know. I don't know. I got to get in the zone. We're keeping this, by the way. All right. Let's do this. All right, guys. I'm excited. I'm nervous because I have one of my favorite New York comedians here uh, today, Rich Aronovich. I was looking around like, who are you talking about? No, for reals. For realsies. Um, uh, We're just going to get right into it. This is Kill You Last, guys. I'm Peter Garacci. I'm Alex Bashera. What's up? And I am Peter's favorite comedian. One of my uh-huh. favorite New York City comedians. I, I, I can't say. take compliments, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make it worse than this. Yeah, Rich Aronovich. My he, favorites are Mitch Hedberg and, and Patrice. So oh, okay. you're so the living, <laughs> living. Uh, everyone's dead. But I I'm, have a I have a thing for tragic figures, and you're you're definitely <laughs> not. Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely uh, I'm a former tragic figure. I got my life together. Oh, speaking of which, can hmm. I describe the, the what I walked into? Yeah, yeah please sure. Do. Go ahead. Okay, so yeah. I walked into. Um, it looks like there's a this is a studio apartment in the Upper East Side. Yes, right? nice location. It, it looks like you got robbed. There is <laughs> shit everywhere, and 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 by the way, you would think like, oh, I've been really, I've been crazy busy, and I feel horrible, but I've been like, oh wait, let's do the twelfth, oh the thirteenth, oh wait, I'm going out of town, blah, and I walk in, I'm like. This guy's not even set up. What the hell's going on here? And I'm like, oh, oh, that's why. <laughs> oh, that makes it. So I get it. I used to. I I was with you, but now I'm like, oh, I, since I quit, I'm better than. You're Listen, better than no, just me. Yeah, oh, no, no, okay, cool. Listen, no. uh, it looks like somebody robbed this apartment. Yeah. But, but left more equipment. <laughs> yes. And clothes. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, yes. They lo- they robbed it. And they got rid of all of their like. Oh, I work for Apple. I'll store this here. This is a stash house. Yeah, for it's a drugs. stash house. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a safe house for Apple. Well, it's funny because I used to be I used to be a really bad gambler, and one time I was playing in what I didn't realize was a drug den. And I'm sitting there. I'm so fucked up. It's like seven in the morning, and I didn't want to. Get, the game broke at six, so I went to the next game, and I didn't want to stop. And only later did I realize, like, oh, all the walls are plywood in this house. Like, what's going <laughs> right, on right, here? Right, right, right. And there, there's definitely not like a woman's touch in this place. Like, it's a really shitty place. And then later, I was like, oh, all these guys are fucking drug dealers. Like, I'm so bad that I'm hanging out playing cards with drug so dealers I, at seven in the morning. I used to be that way. So that's why, because I, I used to look like, this is nothing. I used to, same thing, bare mattress. Yeah, bare right, mattress. Shit everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, PlayStation, me, me yep. too. Every, Xbox. Right, yeah. Xbox. You were Xbox. PlayStation. So I'm not judging. I'm just going, this is like me a few years back. So, I totally so get it. So what you when you were twenty six were you more put together? No 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 I was okay. a mess I was a hot mess good, and everybody so, knew it so you're good so I'm in good hands you're right yeah. where you're, you're, you're right where you should be everybody exactly good. where you're supposed to be you're supposed to be like this I at post uh, Instagram story updates sometimes about the filth and people are pretty into it They'll yeah no it's like, great oh you didn't even clean up the table Dude, this time you remember it's when great. Queer Eye for the Straight Guy was out it's still out there's okay, another well there's yeah. a, before the remake the, 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 the original the original yes I remember producer saw me at a show. Brought me to them, and they decided I was too messy for Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Wow. That's how bad I was. So don't feel bad. So just letting you know, I, really I relate, and I'm judging, but I'm not really. I'm just no, sort of judge, tickled. judge. You should judge so, people. Rich, I hope you take this in the, in, the, in the manner it's meant as a compliment. You're like, you're a, you're a get for this podcast. Like, I was excited to get you. 
I spoke to Judah Friedlander about this podcast, and he said maybe sort of if I email him, he'll do the pod. But if we get a Judah Friedlander, we're going to take the equipment and go to his, oh, wherever completely. he wants to be. Yeah. So you're the highest level comedian that's going to be in this <laughs> that apartment. We okay, allow cool. here. So yeah. anybody like yeah. on the Judah Friedlander you're level, like, they're never going to see the apartment. Yeah, so yeah, I, don't, okay, I take it. that as the compliment. Okay, cool. <laughs> so it's like you feel safe with me, but I'm not quite big enough on the food chain to really worry about cleaning up. I got like okay, if cool. you had suggested Sounds Starbucks, right. we would have went to Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, but since fine. you were okay with coming here. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. No, um, yeah and then, no one's ever heard of me, which is great. But you go to Rich is Funny. That's how you find me. Yeah, yeah. Rich, Rich is, is funny. funny. No, so I do want to. T- I like. I'm. I'm not being facetious. I remember um, first time I. I go to comedy clubs and hang out because I. I've heard that that's what you do if you want to get into comedy, and it's worked for me. So really? Alex, Alex and I met hanging out outside the the stand comedy club one night. Uh huh. Yeah. The and original. We location. started talking about a podcast, and he was wearing a Borgata T-shirt, uh-huh. which is where I destroyed myself at the Borgata in Atlantic City, so I don't go to the Borgata anymore. And I was like, "Oh, you go to the Borgata," and so that's how literally how we bonded and started doing the podcast. So I remember meeting you because I was hanging out at Broadway, where I never get booked, uh, even though I kill it every time I'm there. Uh, uh, I'm gonna be there October second. Yeah, good for you. I'm glad. Uh, and we were hanging out in the green room, and we st- I think you started talking about Bobby Flay, and I used to be a server for two Bobby Flay restaurants. Okay. And I literally worked for the guy for years, and I don't think he could pick me out of a lineup and say that I worked for him. Like, he has no idea who I was. I was on his show, on yeah. the Beat Bobby Flay, on the Food Network, as a judge. Yeah. And I'm curious if I see him again, if he'll remember me. Yeah, but and I, you know what? It's how did that? Also, yeah, how did that? What was that about? Well, you were I, judging food. No, uh, so I became friends with um, Alex Gornishelli was doing stand up. Okay, and I watched what people do, and she said, "This is a Gotham." She said, "I'm not a comedian. I don't deserve to get paid." And I said, "Alex, for the amount of free shows I've done in my life, take the money." Yeah. She said, "Okay." So she took the money and she said to the bartender, "What's your name?" And let's just say it's Frank. I don't remember who it was that night. And she said, "Okay, Frank. Well, here's your tip." And I was like, "That's a good person. I like her." So she's had a big show, and I said, well, you know, are, if you want any pointers or anything, I've been doing this a long time, I can, you know, she's like, I'll pay you. And I go, yeah, this is the problem. I can't really take your money. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, I want to do something good for somebody who I think is worth doing something good for, and that's just my reward, is I get to feel like, hey, I'm contributing in this universe. Nice person. Yeah, yeah I just yeah. want to be a good person. And she's like, well, okay, then I'm going to have to punish you in other ways. I'm like, all right. So, uh, well, that sounds really hot. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah but, you know, I'm married and, and all right. yeah, oh, okay, not sorry. creepy. So, anyway, well, so I she... Am. So uh, then she, the next thing you know, I get a call and I'm like, the whole, you know, when you like get the call and you're like, do they know I'm not a chef? Like, how truthful? They're like, is there any foods you don't eat? I'm like, well, uh." and then I finally, I was like, all right. Uh, gut check. I was like, listen, you guys know I'm not like, she's like, yeah, 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 we already know you're a comedian. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. So, like, yeah. it felt way better, but like, you know, when like you're about to lie or do something shady, you have to call your friend to check in and be like, hey, is it okay if I rob from my boss? Like, the fact yeah, that I have yeah. to ask <laughs> usually means I already know the oh, answer. Yeah. So, yeah, like, right when me. I check in, I'm like, oh, I don't, I'm like, I should tell them. So, I was like, listen, mm-hmm. I just want to manage your expectations. I'm not a professional chef. I'm like, yeah, we know. We just, you know, just. We were gonna say you're a you know a foodie, which I am, and then that's yeah. it. And it was uh, it was really cool. But he was cool. I met him in the green room, and he, and it's also we're on a different level, right? I'm not his worker. Yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. just kind of like helping out his show. Yeah, you're you're, yeah. you're his partner for that night. Right, you're working and I, on the yeah. You know, I'm in there for two minutes. And I sure. said that at that time, I was like, I don't want to like. I was like, listen, one, the guy's a brilliant businessman and brilliant at branding. Him and his partners, like, have made, they have restaurants that are open for 17, 20, 23 years in New York City. Like, they know what they're doing. I had, like, my own personal experience with him where people would come into the restaurant and be like, is Bobby cooking today? And I'm like, do you think that you know who he is in Iowa because he's cooking your steak? Right. And he's never cooking your steak. Right. And he was just a little dickish to the guests. And I'm like, 
people be like, oh my God, he's so nice on TV. Is he like that on in person? I'm like, he's nice on TV. The premise of his show is you've spent your whole life perfecting this one recipe and he's going to spend an afternoon trying to beat you at that thing. Like that's a dick move. Like well, if ever there was one. I mean, listen, there's two ways to look at it. He's giving them a shit ton of exposure. Uh, yeah, of course. Can we curse on here? Sorry. Sure. Okay. Yeah. He's yeah, giving yeah, them fine. exposure and also like he has reached a level. And I have to say, as I've hung out with major, like I, I went to a baseball game with, uh, with the lead singer of Metallica and Whoa. it's uncomfortable how like that how level. Famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's he's in that food world. He's like yeah. Meta- that leads to So you oh, have yeah. people just un. It's uncomfortable, and so you have like every interaction is motive, 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 yeah. motive. So you get it could turn you dicky. So I, it's funny because he would come in sometimes, and he would be on his BlackBerry, and he'd be like in the raw bar area, so the people could see him in the dining room. And I remember these women came in; it was like a birthday party. It was like all these mm-hmm. middle-aged women from the Midwest, and they like were they were like, "We can't order until Bobby comes over to the table." Like I had like a situation, and I, we were told that Bobby doesn't is not going to do table touches. I had to go to my like twenty three year old manager who like went to culinary school to be a manager because like that's a thing now. You used to like become a manager because you failed at life, which I was <laughs> I was a restaurant manager for a while. I, I say that I say that from experience. This guy like went to school to be a restaurant manager, and I was like, "Listen, what? Tyler, you need to get Bobby at this table. We're gonna have a situation." So it's that thing where it's like, "Yeah, these but these people are coming to New York City, spending money, making you a millionaire, because they have invented who you are." So you gotta, you know, you gotta. Like, I'm sure George Clooney, you know, smiles and shakes hands and says hi to people. It's like, yeah, you want to not be doing it all day, but. Right. That reminds me of my Ben Affleck story. Can I tell my Ben Affleck story real fast? It's a drug story. So, because he's in <laughs> rehab ahead. right now, and I oh, shit, and I actually wish him all the best. Like, I hope <laughs> that he's okay. He came into another restaurant I worked at, Tao, mm-hmm. and he's people were like Ben Affleck's at the bar, huge guy, like massive dude, wearing an unbelievable leather jacket. Where I was like, I wish I had this jacket. Go up to him. I was like, Ben, is there anything I can do? Can I help you? And he's like, No, nah, I'm just getting a drink. I'm staying next door. And uh, then he looks at me and he's like, But can you help me? And I was like, uh, he's like, no, can you help me? And I was like, uh, I'm uncomfortable. I don't think I can help you the way that you want me to help you. I'm like, if you need a table, if you need security to keep people away from me, he's like, nah, nah, it's fine. A couple minutes go by and these tourists come over. He turns it on, puts his arms around them, smiles, takes photos, like amazing. Turns back to me, face sinks again and goes, all day it's like this. Do you see why it's better on drugs? And I was like, I was Whoa, so upset. Like, I would have talked to him about movies all day long. I would have been like, tell me about Google Hunting, the writing. You and Matt Damon, what are you doing? You're sitting in a shitty apartment with clothes everywhere yeah, and probably. Apple equipment. Like, what's going on? Are you playing PlayStation? Tell me about it. And like, it was so upsetting to me as somebody who's like an aspiring, you know. Do you write screen, screenplays? Yeah, I think about it all the time. He looks like he does, right? <laughs> And that's not a compliment. Totally. You look like you're a good, about to write, and then you take a bong hint, and then you the forget what you're doing. No, that, <laughs> but, I just come on my hand. But no, but yeah. um, there's a story about the that screenplay where they put in the they put a blowjob scene in the. I don't know if this is true, but I heard they put a blowjob scene. This is that, Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill yeah. Hunting okay. to see, uh, and and they gave it. To, they pat all the executives, yeah. well, and no one, and then. Uh, Weinstein, I, I, I love the script, but I don't understand what's with the blowjob in the office. Oh, so he's the only one who read he's it. He's the only one who read it. Got it, got it. And oh, then where they were like, thank purpose. you, you're the only person who's read this actual so script. So there's a legend that, you know, William Goldman, the screenwriter mm-hmm. William That's Goldman, brilliant. 
he like the legend is that he doctored the script because he's been a script doctor for years and years and that like people are like oh how could these two kids basically write this amazing script right. and he and I've heard William Goldman say listen I came in I cleaned it up a little bit but everything in it was was there so who knows I not, well, not to, I believe not to be there's... a name dropper but I am going to I know I, me and my buddy do you know Al Del Benny no Al no. Del okay so he he basically. Al used to open for Dane Cook. Okay. And was like yeah. great friends with them. And they were like at a sketch group. Boston was, guy? Uh, Boston guy, yes. Yeah. It was him, Robert Kelly, and, and oh. Dane. And he was like, you know, Dane, you're a stand-up. He's like, we're doing the sketch. We'll keep doing it. But you're a stand-up. So Dane's always been super loyal and been very cool with him. So we wrote a script uh, that we um, – that, and then I sent it. Like my friend, she wrote the movie 9 to 5. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. So she came in and she's like, "I'm gonna read this and give you notes because I'm friends with you." But it's like we should have paid. Her. Like that's a, that's a job. Like to read a script and yeah. go like, "Yeah, here's some notes." It's like a third opinion or whatever. It's just like yeah. it's like real. It's someone who knows what the hell they're doing. Right. And she, you know, and it's like it's like good karma kind of thing. Like you do things to help people because you want to help. Yeah. Like that was what kind of how we got to the food thing. But yeah. Um. But like she just did it because she's a good person. You know yeah. what I mean? Some people are not pieces of shit in this business most people are well in this business I you're don't young know. you'll figure it out no yeah. in this, I, I, <laughs> bitter bus cardio of one fair enough well, going so yeah. going back to so that night where we met i saw you get on stage and there was a hostile couple and this was this was pre-louis situation so this is when people were being told that louis was gonna be on the show so this like british couple like freak i don't know if you remember this, this oh. they were freaking out and they were like yelling yes. from the back corner we were told this and the drinks are yes. too expensive and you got on stage in like the most hostile environment I've I've seen in my what young comedy, comedy club career. Are we at? at Broadway. At Broadway, yeah. Louis's not gonna be at and, Broadway. Well, these you know tourists from England. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. I see, no, I see, no, they're I lied to. Yeah, yeah. And they were totally lied to. Gotcha. turned around. And it was an amazing. You had an amazing set, oh, and it was so you. funny. And That's yeah. super hard to do. I'm the funniest really, guy you've never heard of. Yeah, yeah. no, no. no. <laughs> and, I, and I say this like I don't cockiest guy I never heard of either. I'm not somebody who blows smoke. Like you are, like. You know, yeah. you're a great comic, and Thank it was, you. It was yeah. amazing to watch. And so, this is the longest we've ever gone without talking about the movie in the podcast. Yeah, so, and we have 15 minutes so left. So, 13 with, uh, minutes. In, we should probably yeah. talk about the movie that you picked, Rich. But I you think, wanted to talk hey, about. So, let me just tell you, uh, I picked this movie because I had it. I also remember watching it, and as a kid, I was like, "This is the greatest movie ever." And well, then we I just rewatched it. Told people what? The oh, sorry, is. Total Recall. The original. Total Recall. The ori the there's original, a remake, which doesn't exist in my mind. We don't. We don't. We don't talk great because I didn't watch it, and I didn't know that it existed until. A few minutes ago. You didn't know the movie existed. No, no, the, the remake. remake. Oh, okay. I've so heard of Total. This is all. I used to live in L.A. for like five years. I've also, I've met Michael Ironside. Oh, oh wow. Awesome. Who's from Toronto. Yeah. I, I know, I've met him several times. And, uh, you know, he's, um, I don't have an opinion about him as a person. I don't really have a, a relationship with him. Mm. But I just thought it was cool that I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's, the, that's Michael Ironside. Yeah. And I was like, I know him. I have this thing. I always think it would be great to be friends, like personal close friends with like a character actor. Just a guy that pops up in things all the time. And it's like, that. no, that's my friend though. And everyone, everyone recognizes him, but they don't know where. So and like you're just best friends with him. The, that would, that, if you've been just, in this business long enough, you'll have a lot of those. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. That's you'll why I'm have here. A so I'm like, here for the character. Actually. So now I became, like I got in the ground floor with Dan Bacadal, who's on Life and Pieces. Okay. So he's, okay. me and I, we're in a pot, you know, we have, good friends we're in a fantasy football thing we oh, talk great. all the time and I, I became friends with him before he hit same mm. with Josh Gad I know him and yeah. he's huge he's now huge now yeah. you know I just kind of like became friends with through a friend and then now it's like oh Josh is everywhere yeah um, but there's a zillion when you've been like you hit start a certain amount of time you're like yes I remember when Kevin Hart was n nobody or Ed Helms or you know the, the list goes it's on so crazy when is you know Z I mean there's just a lot of people and that's why you start to go like 
does God hate me? Does why? Yeah, why? Why, why haven't I been I, chosen? I've, I've, I've been in the right place at the right time and had a set like you saw that night. And, yeah, and like the uh, and they're like, yeah, that's not my. I was looking at the other client. They're like, but the guy got a standing. How do you not? How do you not? Your job is to look for ta- like look oh, for talent. Well, it's funny because this like means. this is my one of my favorite topics. Now it's like because I like I'm a student of comedy and I love to know how people got where they are. I love to hear. I also love to hear what people do the rest of the day. Like if you're a star and you're doing an hour of comedy a day, like what are you doing the rest of the day? Like that's fast. I can tell you what, what that, my that's day. fascinating to me. So, but it's like <laughs> I remember, like I heard uh, Bill Burr say, like he killed in obscurity for a long time. Yeah, like that's such an interesting concept. It's a good way of putting. I've it. been on stage and I've had great sets, and literally the person who has the decision making power in the club walks out of the room before I can see them walking out of the room before I get on stage. No one's developing talent. Like nobody cares. There's yeah, not like I there's mean, a few but people. See, but, but let me just say this. You're doing this right now. This is the only thing you have control of is your yes. work ethic and putting out content. Yes. Yeah. So you're doing what you're supposed to do. This is all you can do. Yeah. You can't control what it would. There was a, this guy I've been trying to get in with. For, he produces all the Byron Allen stuff and blah, blah, blah. Okay. I'm in LA. He happens to be there. I know him. I've tried to get in. People have vouched for me. He's sitting at the bar. When are you going on? I'm next. In my mind, he's coming to watch me. I have that Marvin, that new sound you're looking for. Yeah. Listen to this moment. <laughs> I leave. He's sitting at the same fucking spot. Uh. He didn't get off his ass to come because his job is to look for And he didn't. And meanwhile, God's mocking me because above the TVs, the shows are on all night. Yeah. Now that that's like you can't. There's nothing I can do yeah, about that. Do. I just want to interrupt. Alex is laughing because you're funny. He's never seen Back to the Future, so he doesn't get the reference. That's oh, yeah. also part of this. <laughs> I didn't know that was a joke. <laughs> he said to me. He said to me one time. He goes, "I don't like action movies." I'm I like, don't. Oh, it's a good thing you're a co-host on an '80s action movie podcast. That's hilarious. Yeah, man. Um, and you're lucky to have me. I am, we're putting listen, out content. Honestly, we couldn't do this without but, him. Yeah, like, you're literally. The sound engineer of everything behind here. Yeah, I, there's, yeah. I'm like, show me how to. I don't like. I'm like, how do it's you press play? On it's really. Like, I don't difficult. know. I don't know. Uh, well, I do it for a lot of people, but also this is my only podcast that I do with anyone. Yeah. So I, no, I'm into the concept because well, I hate most. Action so he movies. was. I he seen. was podcasting in obscurity, and I found <laughs> a diamond in the rough. Yeah, and I said, I got to get you on the mic, man. Yeah, yeah. No, this guy's. Up. Yeah. <laughs> Now, not quite like can that. Can we jump right. into the Total Recall? Yes, we need oh, to. I wish we would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah can yeah. I just say? So I watched this. Yeah. What and was then, your? So you rewatched it? I rewatched recently. it. The um, I I forgot how incredibly awful Arnold Schwarzenegger as an actor is. I mean, I oh, guess it's because man, it, Rich, we are going to fight. Him. <laughs> he does not have command of the English, English language, language. so it's it's funny. not his fault. I couldn't be doing Austrian, of course. You know, yeah, d- 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 right. That's pretty good. That hey, that's a pretty divorce. Good. You know, like I get that it's not, but he's not. He's missing inflections in his voice. Oh, he has no emotion in his face ever. Yeah, no, dude. You guys are, oh, you guys are wrong. This is like peak Schwarzenegger too. I think this and Predator are the oh. two, my two favorite Schwarzenegger performances actually. And he never said I'll be back. Not in this film. Mm. So this must be early. Early. No, that he said in Terminator. That's a Terminator. Right? Even I'm, I know but I'm that. saying in Terminator, but he, it became sort of a running thing where he kind of kept saying it. He yeah. said it in um, Running Man. As a joke. Yeah, yeah. Only in the so, reruns, which is uh, another one of my favorites. You know, as an homage would, to it. I would hate that joke, though. So this is a, so that's I, where pe- people in the theater clap because they're like, oh, that's the thing from the other thing. He's like, Killian, I'll be I back. I hate that so much. Only man. in the reruns. I see, I love stuff like but, that. So, like, uh, uh, consider this a divorce is actually my favorite line in the movie. We, is we, it really? We discussed like favorite kill and favorite line. I mean, yeah. see Him. you at the party, Victor. Yeah, that's, that's yes. another one. Pretty, that's pretty terrible. All dreams come to an end. Yeah. <laughs> 
you gotta hurt Arnold. And then uh, he's never been anything but. Do you think this is the real? You think this is the real Quaid? Is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was- I like get your ass to Mars is a line that just pops into my head from time to time from my childhood. Like I love this this movie. I I saw it years and years ago. I remember really enjoying it. One thing I did like. Well, let me ask. Let me ask Rich because all right, the acting was was poor. No, it, it, it's it's totally acceptable for what it is. It's like okay. when you buy um, a Kmart T-shirt, you know you're getting a, a mix. You're, you know you're right. getting seventy percent cotton, thirty yeah. percent some other weird. You know what you're getting. I, well, you didn't know, but okay. No, but the thirty percent. The thirty percent. You don't really know poly, that. You, yeah. You're getting whatever some, the fuck yeah, it is. You're not getting yeah. a pure. You're not getting a a, a, a a trained actor. You're getting a bodybuilder who can. You know, that's what you're getting. Right. That was what. See, I would, I would argue that Arnold delivers exactly what I want. Like that's what I want from these kind of movies. I want, I want a person who's like electric on screen. They just have screen presence. What about like a Bruce Willis? Oh, uh, Die Hard. We haven't done yet. I, I'm dying to do Die Hard. But I'm saying like, like that. There's an action star like Bruce Willis. There's the. Stath- Jason Statham. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's um, even Tom fucking Cruise. Love Tom. Yeah, Cruise. Tom Cruise. Great. Tom Cruise. As much as I deplore Wacko, him as a Scientologist, he's fucking great. His, his some of his stuff is pretty. Yeah. Pretty. He's fantastic. Have you seen the new he Mission Impossible? He honestly is. Yeah. No, it's amazing. It's, but it's 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 almost the greatest action movie ever made. Almost. E- even you know another one that's not like that's probably in the same vein uh sylvester stallone but at least english is his first language i love, <laughs> love stallone, kind of has stallone the same is sort the of only one i love more than sports <laughs> <laughs> but I, what i love about him is i respect that he took rocky and under his arm he produced wrote started yeah. he held to his guns i mean i respect him you know it's hard with Ar- arnold because you know he's like the first kind of reality star like he's like a he's like a guy who was like famous for bodybuilding and he's like the rock but the rock's even a pretty good yeah. actor because the rock's no, a wrestler yeah. and a wrestler's an actor well it's interesting because right. arnold yeah, was sure. a millionaire before he ever was in movies he actually like st- like took his like uh, bodybuilding money mm-hmm. and invested in santa monica real estate and made a bunch of money so like and it's funny cuz to me that confidence that comes through on screen where he doesn't have to act and he doesn't emote he's just There's arnold no desperation yeah he's not desperate at all because I've I've heard I forget which actor it was, but there was some actor. I think it was somebody told me they saw Dennis Quaid at a bar, uh-huh. and Dennis Quaid just comes across as like a cool guy. Like he's been in the business a long time, had a lot of success, and they said he looked like a shaky mess. And I'm like, I think there's something about being an actor where you again, you're like you're always hoping that somebody will put you in the movie. You're always wondering if your career is going to get taken away from you. You, you don't have that solid center. Right. Arnold's like I'm I'm fucking I'm the best at everything I do. You know the richest Seinfeld. Uh, actor, guess which one has the most money? Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she inherited it. Yeah, Damn right. it, I thought that was. She's an oil. Dude, I'm like a walking IMDb. Dude. You're oh, not gonna oh, get one oh, over on me. No, no. Yeah, for most things, Peter knows everything. But <laughs> that's a funny way to put well, it. Well, I put it weird. I but agree. But no, yes. Peter is an IMDb for movies and you know a- action movies, but movies in general. Yeah, you, yeah. you wanted to be an actor. I don't know shit I about movies, but Seinfeld, you can't stump me on it. I know everything yeah. about Seinfeld. What do you think about the the special effects in this movie? They're very. When was when did this come out? Eighty nine, right? Or 90? no, ninety, oh. nineteen ninety. So the three titties, amazing, fantastic. Yeah. I love yeah. that. I didn't know that was going to happen. When the I um, the mutants. Yeah, the they're good for the time. They were uh, the world time, class good. for the time. They actually won an Oscar, I think. Yeah, they did win an Oscar. Digital effects. So, Oscar. so this is one of my favorite topics. I hate new like uh, new uh, superhero movies. 
Like, to me, they're cartoons. You might as well just make it a Pixar movie. Like, the fights, you don't... There's not two people fighting on the street. Right. It's all computer-generated. Right. So there's something about even dated effects when they're physical and real right. that, to me, are more tangible or more fun than even the most amazing digital effects. So they were actually... I was watching the special features, and this movie was on the cusp of CGI. Mm-hmm. So the scene where he's running in the, um, the X-ray machine and you see the skeletons, that's actually early CGI. And I watched the guy talk about how they did it. And it's amazing. Like that's there's there's so many like um like indelible images in this movie. The mm-hmm. woman with the exploding head, the Kwatu coming out of the belly, the, right, the three fat, tits. When he was like a fat woman. Yeah, that's I mean, it's amazing. And again, yeah. it's like now you see it and you can see it's not really Arnold's face and like right. they, they cut in. But for the time it's Or when they're at the end when they're they they don't have oxygen, their eyes start bulging. Yeah, why does that heads? happen when you're choking? I don't understand why you're yeah. choking and your eyes are like you're like a lizard eyes like, and they you're have like thyroid disorder? What's <laughs> yeah, going on? There's a lot of skin bulging. I think that they just figured out the technology or something because they used it for everything in this movie. But his implant was bulging out of his That was like when I figured good. out sound effects. Right. <laughs> My <laughs> biggest or voices. Because yeah. it My seems like that's like 40% of what movie, you do. Oh, all right. So the I movie's directed by Paul Verhoeven, <laughs> Dutch guy, yeah. done a bunch of movies in uh in Holland, and then he did Robocop, which oh. which coincidentally we're doing the next episode, uh, which is an amazing movie that I saw way too young, so mm-hmm. I like really was upsetting at the time, and I'm mm-hmm. interested to go back and watch it now as an adult. But so this is his next movie, and he had some heat, which is why Schwarzenegger. This property had been floating around. They they talked about making this movie. It's a good concept for a movie. And and Schwarzenegger got involved and and got it made. So Paul Verhoeven then went on to do uh, Basic Instinct, which Jeez. was a monster hit. And Sharon, made Sharon Stone a monster star. And then the movie after that, he did Showgirls, which basically bankrupted Coralco Pictures, which is the, the, the such a disaster yeah, production that company that basically made Rambo and the Terminators. All these action movies basically all happened because of Coralco Pictures. And then Paul Verhoeven basically destroyed them, which is amazing. Why was Showgirls so expensive? Uh, it just, I, it was, was just it a the money huge that tanked them? bomb. It was like supposed to be this big thing. I don't I know think why. It was, it was I think it's, yeah, I mean, it's not like it Waterworld where they spent all that money and they and 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 they just like there was special effects. Yeah. This is like I don't know. Wh- and I don't know all the details, think, but it, it was a huge well, bomb. The, and then there was another movie too that was, it was like back to back bombs that really killed the. But Showgirls. But is, so wait a minute. This is pre. Sorry to interrupt. No, this is not. basic. This is before Basic Instinct. This, this is, is Sharon the, Stone pre. Yes. So this is one of the movies that this movie got Sharon Stone basic instinct. Oh, okay. So Sharon Stone had been floating around for a long time. There was a movie called Irreconcilable Differences. I've heard of it. With, I uh, think I've seen it. Drew Barrymore as a child as a star. And oh, her, that's that one. Right? I've, I've heard of it. I know it's um, She's, she was a child. Shelley so. Long and Ryan O'Neill play her parents and she divorces her parents in the movie. That's the premise yeah, of the movie. I think that's as her. a kid, she's like I can't deal with my parents, yes. so I want to divorce them. And in that movie, Ryan O'Neill is like a sleaze. I think he's a sleazy movie director, and he asks Sharon Stone in real in, in life. the movie. In the movie, he oh, asks okay. Sharon Stone to take her top off for a scene, and she's like, "Sure, what's the big deal?" And she just flashes her tits. Yeah. And Sweet. I remember as a kid, I was like, "That woman's gonna be a star because that's a, that's a great." <laughs> I I mean, she like I love the idea in this movie. One of the things I really when I remember as a kid, I like those psychological thrills. Like we're talking about um, Philip K. Dick. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, I'm just trying to remember his name. Oh, yeah, you like you're reaching to me like you won't. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He's our guest. I'm joking. I'm but so you know, um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, Minority Report, I also remember, is amazing. one of my amazing films. That's a great Because movie. I like those psychological stuff yeah. that goes on. So here they're playing with the idea of reality, not reality, which may they could have maybe bumped up a little bit better. But, like, there was no time I was confused. Like, wait, is this real? Like, I like when you're like, like, The Sixth Sense was a fucking great yeah, yeah. movie because you're like, 
holy shit, he's, uh, uh, you know. But I don't it, want to ruin it. But like, that only like, works who hasn't once. Seen Dude, Sixth yeah, Sense? Spoil it away. Maybe all you, spoilers. Yeah, like all spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was like seven or something. I yeah, saw yeah. it. You I were. Saw it. I yeah, was so alive. I'm like, yeah. or or um, the others was another great one where Didn't you're like, the others. okay, the others is a great I movie. Heard it's great. Yeah, mm. and, and so you gotta like kind of go like, oh, that. So this time I never at one point I was like, oh, I wonder if he's dreaming. Like I get like when the sweat trickled down the guy's face. Yeah. yeah. And he's explaining like, you know, all the stuff that'll happen. You know. That's and then I was like, but there's no point where I was like, wait, is this a dream? like Black Mirror? If you see that show on oh, Netflix, yeah. you're like, Great wait, show. what's going? You know, there's there's moments where I really like that. They didn't do that that well. I thought totally yeah. faulted. I okay. I really enjoy this movie and I love Arnold, and I love the kind of like I think the, I think the story is you, it's kind of you it's fun to get lost in this story a little bit. It's like he's like a guy, he's a construction worker, but like is he this other guy and all that stuff is cool. The, the actually the things I don't like about this movie one, um, I have a personal animus to anything uh, connected to the movie The Next Karate Kid. So The Karate Kid is my favorite movie of all time. And then Ralph Macchio got too old, so Hilary Swank was The Next Karate Kid. Really? Yeah, and yeah, I can't watch a Hilary Swank movie to this day. I, I don't care if she wins 10 Oscars. I'm never going to watch another Hilary Swank movie again. So Michael Ironside is the bad guy in that movie. So watching him in Total Recall makes me upset about The Next Karate Kid. Wow. Which I know is weird. But you know, it's a cold. I'm not even following that. Who, yeah, I does... get it. So he's pissed off that the next, the Karate Kid should have ended there. They made the right. next Karate Kid, which is a dis. dis was, okay. Yeah, yeah, like Rocky too. At least it, you'll have all the players there. Yeah. Right. But yeah. in this movie, like it's disrespectful. Right, it's it was like, disrespectful too. Yeah, the, it's like Total Recall too, and you have like um someone not who's not Arnold Schwarzenegger playing. It's kind of like the the Jack the Reacher. What's his name? Jack um, the Reacher. Tom Cruise. The guy from The Office is now playing. Oh, Jack Ryan. Jack yeah, Ryan, yeah. yes. I'm like, John Krasinski, I'm like, Wait a whatever minute. his name yeah, is. Yeah, I'm like... It's strange. It's yeah, just that, that, weird. Like, that guy? Yeah. An action yeah. movie star? I don't get mm. it. Like, I get I'm like, they're like a house of cards. Like, now that um, now that Kevin Spacey's out, you know, like, how could you replace... You can't replace him. Yeah. No, he was the, the other whole thing. thing. I don't him like, talking to the cameras the whole entire show. I like a lot of the special effects, but for some reason, it's always bothered me, and it's funny, because I remember this from like being a kid, and then I watched it again, and it still bothered me. When he gets to, like, the seedy part of Mars, you know how they have, like, yeah, a red, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. Mars. To me, the lighting in there looks like Hot Topic at the mall. It's like, why does the like yes. seedy bar look like the Woodbridge Mall in New Jersey? Like, I don't get. Like, couldn't they have done something? Like, they had millions of dollars, and then literally, like everything in that sequence, the lighting is exactly the same. Yeah, so yeah. So he's yeah. running down the corridor. He gets into a cab. The lighting never changes inside the cab. It's lit exactly the same as outside <laughs> of the cab. Wow. That's, uh, let me just compliment your very observant. Yeah, you're observant. I'm like, I people had nothing don't usually, else to do. <laughs> people don't usually go like, yes, the grip work was not quite up to par. Yeah, right. no, that's, but no, I, you're. It is true. There's there's a movie I watch. Um, I can't remember zero. I, one of the the like they're they're shooting and the the they shot at different times. It was like. I don't know the Iraqi War. Some sh- I remember it was so the lighting was different in every time they cut away. It uh, took you so far out of the movie. Yeah. What the hell was the name of that movie? It was about Iraq, and I'm like, and and Jack Reacher was in it. That guy too. Oh, uh, uh, is it? Thir- is it about the the Benghazi thing? I think so. Yes, it was uh, thirteen yes. hours or something. Like that. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see it, but I know so what you're talking about. They 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 like morons. They just like either you shoot at night or you shoot during the day. But they shot at dusk. Yeah, so probably better. But but they took clips. With the lighting, it's come like the sky is totally that's, lit, and, that's and it's not Michael lit. Bay. And it's, Michael I'm Bay like, has everything on, at his bro. hand. Yeah, yeah. Once you recognize a lighting thing, which I rarely do, it's the movie's over for it's you. Not, you can well, you, all semblance of. That's uh, why you need like you need um like a movie director has to be a maniac. 
like Stanley Kubrick, like, true. like all of um, Full Metal Jacket was shot at argue, Ma- yeah. Magic Hour. Like literally they shot for 45 minutes a day because he wanted the lighting to be exactly that way. And that's a maniac, that's but a that's maniac. how you get a work of yeah. art. Yeah. And Paul Verhoeven is capable of making a work of art, which is why I wonder why sometimes he's shitty. Like that's that's weird to me. Do you know what I mean? I understand the Stanley Kubrick super maniac I mean, more than I understand the guy who sometimes makes a masterpiece and sometimes makes garbage. You, you ever get up and you're like, ah, I'm not feeling it today? No, I always give 100%. I well, can't. then that's maybe, you know, maybe he wasn't feeling it that day. <laughs> I guess that's but true. But I will say this. The All ending, the I remember, the ending was so beautifully cheesy. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. beautifully cheesy. It. I was like, all right, I, I buy it. Like, I'd buy the ending of, of Total Recall. I think okay, they all right, fought, I agree with that. I think yeah. they fought for the ending. So Philip K. Dick, oh. for people who don't know, his was a 60s, uh, like, kind of a, he was in a psychedelia, and he wrote a lot of, like, um, uh, science fiction books that were about, like, the nature of reality. So one of his books became Blade Runner, which was the first movie based on one of his books. And Blade Runner is one of my, probably maybe my top five movies of all time. I love that movie. So this was actually only the second movie made from, one of his uh, books, but um, yeah, so that that like fantasy reality. So there was actually some argument because a lot of the movies end up being a lot different from his books. Like, you can't read his books; like the writing is terrible. I've tried reading his really? books, but like the ideas are all there. Uh-huh. So they end up changing a lot. So apparently, Blade Runner is a lot different than the book, and this is a lot different than the book. So the ending, I believe, and I could be getting this wrong. I believe it was Arnold's idea that the end of the Get movie should be that. Air comes to Mars, and that's how it ends yeah, on a happy we, we'll note. Yeah, we make air come to the Mars. Because I oh, think it's a great it was, idea, Arnold. Everybody will get down, and then they'll get up again. <laughs> yes, because Arnold. It's um, it's a very uplifting, happy ending, and and Phil K. Dick was not known for like uplifting, yeah, he's a happy dick. endings. It's fucking. And it's funny because, but Arnold, like, and I said this on another podcast. I look for Schwarzenegger for my uplift, and I look to uh, I look to Stallone rather for my uplift, and Schwarzenegger for my cynicism. Because I think that like the Schwarzenegger movies are a lot more cynical. Mm-hmm. This is actually like kind of a happy, uplifting, like happily ever after. Let's kiss on the mountain in Mars. That's cool. like a that's a happy Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Well, I unfortunately I gotta yeah make it. I've been trying to give you eyes. Oh, I was I was out <laughs> with leave. All right. Well, I'm listen, so sorry. No, Rich, don't don't, Rich. Thank when, you for coming. You know what's gonna happen? You're gonna get more famous, and this podcast is gonna get more famous, and we're I gonna really come hope back, so. and we're gonna do this again. Yeah. And uh, let me know when it comes out, and uh, in the meantime, for your your hundreds of thousands of fans. <laughs> yeah. You just find me on Rich is Funny. Like me on Instagram. Rich is, I'm pushing it. Okay, what's your Instagram yeah. handle? Rich is Funny, one word. Rich is Funny. Yeah. At it, Rich is Funny on Instagram. Everything, you just go to my website, richisfunny.com. Okay, richisfunny.com. One word. Anything else you want to promote, Rich? I'll be at the Borgata the 23rd through the 28th. That's uh, oh. great. September 23rd through sub- September 28th. before then. Yes, so it's oh, going to come out on Monday. Oh, cool. Yeah, so September 23rd through the, through the 28th, Borgata Casino in Atlantic City, New Jersey. I'm um, assuming the the uh, the music box theater. Yeah, nice. I might want to come down to check out one of those shows. I go there all the time. I okay. cool. can't go anywhere near Atlantic City, but I wish you, you have would. a gambling problem. I get it. <laughs> one day I hope to have to go to Atlantic City, but I'm gonna have like a. Well, m- I get booked there sometimes. So I'm gonna try and get a we'll, spot. We'll talk about your problem off the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's uh, yeah. We're gonna have an episode on it too. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, I like Total Recall. If anyone was wondering, love the movie. Uh, I didn't really let you talk a lot. No, that's okay. Uh, my apartment's really. Disgusting. They got the point. It's fine. Yeah. And, and Rich has to go to the comedy cellar. It'll, it'll be good, man. Um, everyone have a good week, I guess. All right. Yeah. See you guys next next Monday. Thanks for listening. Kill you last. Bye. Bye.